I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hey everyone, welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 60. Woohoo! Yeah, 60. And today I'm going to talk about parent sportsmanship. <laughs> because I was noticing a few things about myself, so I thought maybe this might all just be for me, but. I thought this might be of value to other people as we are getting into the fall sports season. And first, how is everyone doing? Has school started for you? Um, Anybody venture into organization with like the clutter bug or the pixie, pixie style? I have to be honest, I have been doing research and I have been trying to organize a few things, but my kids are still not hanging up their backpacks. I think it's going to take some time and consistency on my end, (laughs) which I think is part of my problem in general, but hey, we're, we're just working on it. We're making it. Our mornings are getting a little bit better and I'm a little scared about seminary starting. For those of you who don't know what seminary is, my high school students participate in a, it's like a Bible study class that goes along with their church study in the mornings every morning at 6 a.m. Now, the past year and a half, it's all been on Zoom. So all we've had to do was like wake up our kids, have them roll downstairs in their blanket, get on their computer, and we're good. And we can go back to sleep. (laughs) But now it's like in person and... It's 20 minutes away, so we have to get up at like five. (laughs) Just, oh, anyway, I'll have to report on that, but that's coming up in like next week, I think. (gasps) Okay, so as I was saying we're going to get into this topic because I know right now, you know, for us, I've got soccer players. I know some people have like football players or cross country, volleyball, maybe tennis. I'm trying to think of what are some of the fall sports in our area. I don't even know what else I'm probably missing, but There is a lot of opportunity to support your children and go to a game. And I think especially somehow 
at the high school level, but this is not necessarily just for people who have high school kids because sometimes you can lose it when your kids are little and playing a game. It's embarrassing. And I have to say, I've probably done it. <laughs> uh, so I'll have to just say this one story. Okay, so Simeon who is a junior and he's playing on the varsity soccer team and he they had their first game just this past week or last week and it was a really close game like it was a good game okay but you guys I don't know why this bugged me and I'm sorry if I offend those of you but there was a parent who brought a cowbell to the game <laughs> and every time they scored there goes this cowbell and I guess the worst part of the whole cowbell thing was the fact that we only had one goal and they had like four so every time they had that little cowbell going here we are rubbing it in. <laughs> but then I don't know how I would feel on the other end if there was like, because I definitely wouldn't bring a cowbell. And I was like, oh my gosh, they have a cowbell. This is ridiculous. I wanted to really go and take the cowbell and just throw it. <laughs> and that would have been really good sportsmanship, I'm sure. So I didn't do that, thank goodness. But that, and that's not even like lame. Like it was so funny as I'm talking to my husband he, about it. He was like, yeah, if they score a goal, they can cheer and make whatever sounds they want because they scored a goal. So it's awesome. I was like, I know, but it's so annoying. Cowbell. <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry if you bring cowbells to your games. Anyway, so I thought about that. And like, you can bring a cowbell. I'm not going to say that as one of my tips. Like, don't bring a cowbell. But my brain might ex not explode. I don't know. It was just so annoying. <laughs> okay. So I have about seven tips I'm going to share about ways that you can be a good parent spectator and have good sportsmanship. You don't want to be the parent that is running on the field yelling at the ref. I promise that is not good sportsmanship. I will never forget that game. I think I shared it in We All Have Worth and the Loser podcast, but that was just so disturbing to see a parent so, so intense that they're running on the field yelling at the refs and ev like the kids see that and then they think it's okay and there's no respect and it just like, ah, and then just the tense feeling and you're just like, oh, it's awful. So 
I sat down with my husband after I had done a little bit of research on what other people say to have good sportsmanship out there on the web. But it was fun to kind of talk to him a little bit because he's the girls varsity soccer coach at our high school and he's been coaching soccer since our kids were little and then he's been in charge of our kids soccer league. So he's experienced a lot of parents, good and bad behavior. So I'm going to share some of the tips he shared with me as well as a few other that I got online that I thought would be helpful. Okay, so number one tip from my husband is learn the game that they are playing. Learn the rules. He said so many times parents get so upset about a call or about something that's going on and it's really just a normal part of the game. And if you take the time to learn more about the rules, you'll understand why certain things are called certain ways or when a ball goes out, what happens, how the scoring works, all of that. I know in soccer, the hardest thing for me personally is like not really understanding offsides, but offsides can get kind of complicated in certain situations. And some people think it's, there's offsides or it's not offsides and you have to be in the right position. You know, there's just a lot of things that are complicated sometimes. So he said, just take some time. Learn the rules of the game. Understand what's happening and don't get mad that things are just part of the game. Now, I know I like when I was coaching diving because I was at a college level, I didn't have a ton of parents to like deal with. I did have a handful and most of those parents really did know what was going on with, you know, how like diving works with like degree of difficulty and everybody has to do do certain types of dives and double up on this way depending on the meat. So it is really, really helpful to have parents that kind of understand and know the game and know the rules. Okay, second tip. As you are cheering for your team, cheer for the effort they are making, not necessarily the outcomes. Because of course, everyone's going to cheer for a touchdown or a point scored or a goal. But many times there are things that happen that there was a lot of effort put in and the outcome didn't go as your child would have liked. And just the fact that they tried to do something like that should be praised and recognized. So they don't think it's all about the outcome, that it's you're only great if you win, right? That's not what we want to tell our kids. So cheering for effort and my husband said too is reinforcing things that are in their control what are things that they can control like I noticed at my son's game that a lot of the other team was just getting to the ball first and that really is in your control you know like you can make the effort to try to get to that ball when it's like 
kicked from the goalie. There's there's a lot of things out of your control and praising the effort that is made. And even like two nights ago um, at my daughter's game, like there was this one forward that totally like had this breakaway and she's dribbling and it was such a good like seriously we're all like yeah and then unfortunately she missed the goal but I just was like that was amazing that you just got out there and did that it's so easy as parents be like oh come on you missed it but all that before was great so let's praise that just as much if that makes sense So praise the effort, even if it fails in the end, because that is the important part that they're trying. Okay, number three, (laughs) which not, I don't know why I'm laughing, but I just think this is a really good point. It is okay to be friendly to the other team. At the end of the day, you are there just to cheer on your kids. Each of you, we're just here to cheer on our kids. I don't know why I need to be like, ooh. I don't like you parent. You're on the other team. And I think it makes it worse because in a lot of games, you know, you have the home side and the visitor side. And so when you're so separated, it's it's easy to just think of them as like the other team and they're not human. And oh, I can't believe they're ringing their cowbell. <laughs> but... At this other game that I was just at, there was like, there's not really a designated like home and away spot on our soccer field. There's just two sets of bleachers. And a lot of times like the away teams on one, but in this game, it was kind of mixed. And I noticed that I just paid attention and I wasn't quite as like intense against the other team because I was like, ah. Who knows whose son is like right, I'm sitting right next to and I could say some mean thing. The other thing I remember playing against this, it was a playoff game for my oldest son. It was a senior year and it was kind of like going to be, if they didn't win, it was going to be their last, you know, his last game. And we were playing against this other team and we had a good friend from church on that team that we knew. And I just remember I would like cheer the other teammate and cheer my son and he had his best game and I wasn't mad at all at either of the teams because it was a really competitive game and it just felt way better. So and it's also one thing my husband said was like even cheering really good plays of the other team, that's totally great. Sometimes I notice... I'll do that, especially like, I know I'm talking all about soccer, but that's what I'm immersed in right now. So if you have other things that your family does, you can apply it in that way. But just like when a goalie makes a really good save, unfortunately for us, like, you know, we don't get a score, but it's like, wow, that was a really good save. Way to go, goalie. Um, so yeah, it's okay to be friendly. And I always love the team's that are just kind and friendly and want to chat. And I will never forget there was this one team that totally like totally beat my son's team. 
but they were just the kindest, respectful family and kids. Like they were cheering for their for their kids, but they weren't like overly obnoxious. And maybe it's okay to be obnoxious, right? But they were just really kind and respectful. They weren't there to just rub it in your face. That makes sense. Okay. The other thing my husband wanted to point out, he, he said to me, he's like, you know how sometimes on the field, what the kids look so much older. And then, especially I think with football games, I think this happens because you're so much farther away. But he said, and then they come off the field and you're like, oh, they're just like these little kids. And he said, remember that. Remember that, especially like, (laughs) oh my gosh, two stories on this. You know, he says, remember that and be careful what you say about these kids that they're just high school kids or even younger kids. Maybe they don't seem so old when they're little and playing, but just that they're, they're just kids. Um, and be careful what you say about the other team's players and even about your team's players. Okay. So I have two stories. So one was when we were at a football game and there was some football player on our team that I, I don't know, that did something like messed up in some way. And I said, I don't know exactly what I said, but his mom was right literally like in front of me. And she kind of looks back. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And that was like my own team, even though I didn't even know that person on the football team. But yeah, that was embarrassing. So (laughs) I really, really have to watch it. Oh, it's just so funny. Sometimes you just get into the game. The other thing was there was two years ago when my daughter was playing, their goalie's mom couldn't make it to a lot of the games because of her work schedule. So she comes to this game and there's a lot of like the other team that's like bashing her daughter and she's a goalie she was doing awesome like she was seriously such a good goalie and this poor mom because she hasn't been to a lot of games and I don't know if I want to say that should be a normal thing but she was just like really offended that they would just yell and treat her daughter like that it was It was kind of sad. Remember, they're just high school kids or however old they are. And they're learning and growing in this situation. Okay. Number five. Refs in every sport make mistakes. And one little thing that my husband said, which I thought was a good, he's like, just imagine the refs. They're just like, a part of the game like the flags or the field or a rock (laughs) or a goalpost. So sometimes we get mad, let's say in soccer, for instance, if they're kicking the ball and the ref gets in the way, you know, we'll be like, oh my gosh, the ref. And if you think of the ref as just like part of the field, you wouldn't get mad at the ref. You wouldn't get mad at a rock or 
the flag for being where it's supposed to be. So he said, just imagine that they're just part of the field. And again, if you don't understand the rules, it's easy to misinterpret what they're doing. But all of the refs have to go through a series of trainings and have to pass a test to even start working. So they must know a lot. And the fact that they're willing to play and deal with parents yelling at them. Like there's a shortage of refs. So if we can be kind to the refs and respectful to them, they're going to make good calls and bad calls in the same game. And that's just kind of part of life. Also, Nate said, he's like, a ref is never going to change his mind when a parent is yelling at them. Like they may stop the game and kick you out. Well, they may stop the game and ask ask the field people to kick you out because they don't need to worry about that. That's one thing I know that Nate was telling me is he, because I was asking about, remember that game where that crazy parent got on the field yelling at the ref and the refs stop the game, but then they contact the field official from the school and it's their job to remove the parent or whoever is being unruly. It's not the ref's job. And they can just stop the game and leave if they don't like the environment that's happening. So we do have one story about Nate's dad who was a big soccer player and basketball player, like Hall of Famer at Cleveland State. And I think he, he's, he was always just a really intense dude. And there is this just story of him following a ref after the game to his car to yell at him. So don't do that. <laughs> I don't know why that's helpful. <laughs> Maybe chat with them if you need to understand what happened in the game. Yeah. And the other thing, if you have younger kids and you have youth referees, I noticed like when my oldest son Luke was playing and or was refing and when Simeon's been refing, sometimes the hardest part of the game is dealing with the parents. So just be aware and be respectful of the refs. <laughs> okay, these last, let's see, these last couple, like number six, I'm going to share a couple quotes that I found, which I thought were helpful. So number six would be, Really, don't try to coach from the sidelines. Really, your job as a parent is just to encourage. And if you can't help it, Nate was saying, then you need to talk to the coach about their philosophy and goals for the team if you plan to yell on the field. <laughs> like if you can't help it, then you maybe need to team up with the coach and either become an assistant coach or understand the philosophy so you can actually be helpful. But I found this interesting quote. And it was from WashingtonFamily.com. And this was their 
advice says kind of about the same thing. Don't yell out instructions. Ask any youth sports coach what parental behavior they find most annoying and they'll likely say sideline coaching. Even if you're an expert in the sport or your child is obviously doing something wrong, shouting instructions undermines the coach's authority. It also puts your child in an awkward position if what you tell him to do differs from the coach's instructions. And then this goes on. During games, athletes are already processing information from their coaches, teammates, and their own instincts, says Dr. Caroline Silby, a sports psychologist in Potomac, Maryland. I have never had an athlete tell me they needed more information to process. And this quote continues, and micromanaging youth athletes robs them of the opportunity to learn some very important lessons like making their own decisions, figuring out what does and does not work, and bouncing back from mistakes. And the last bit of this part of the article I liked was, parents need to let their children fall on their own and discuss it with them after the game as a learning tool. Trying to coach from the stands does more harm than good. So I just thought that was actually really good. And I really try to not do that, (laughs) even though you're like, kick the ball. Oh my gosh, run. You guys are just sitting there. Do something. (laughs) I'm going to try to do less of that and more encouragement. Or just, I don't need to yell. (laughs) Okay, number seven And number eight kind of go along together. So number seven is sort of teach your child how to take responsibility for situations. And this also was from an article that I read from, oh, it was like Hitched Magazine, a magazine to help marriages. So it was just an interesting article that this was from. But it says, if your child made a bad play, so what? Don't try to blame the play on someone else to prevent your child from having a hurt ego. Explain that experience comes from learning from our mistakes. Don't point fingers or pass blame onto someone else or worse yet, encourage your child to do the same. So I notice that when there is a really frustrating game, at least with my kids, they tend to come off the field and Usually it's blaming the refs with bad calls or it's blaming the team because they were rude or rough. And those all things might be true, but I think I might, I don't know how I'm going to approach it from now, but it's just interesting to like, if you made a mistake, I think that's, that's okay. We all learn from mistakes and maybe that's just something you don't need to worry about pointing out, but I think not blaming all these other things for the outcome. Okay, last one, which sort of kind of can go with this as well, is after the game, the value of the experience of the game is not equal to the outcome. Praise their effort, both good and bad. You can talk with them about things they felt they did well and maybe one thing they might want to work on. And again, this is one thing my husband really pointed out was it is really important for you to recognize their effort, their willingness to get on the field, 
sometimes go through maybe a grueling or even embarrassing moment in the game. And all those experiences have value. So just talk about their effort at the end of the game. And maybe some of that goes back to seven if they're blaming some people or you can maybe ask, well, what are some things that you could work on or what are some things you felt you did well during the game? Because it's easy to remember the things that you messed up on, for sure. We all do that and that's super, super easy. Okay, I also really liked, I'm going to finish up with this last quote um, as I was looking online for things to for research and stuff, the South Dakota High School Athletic Association had this quote, and the man's name is John Krogstrand, and he said, high school athletics are an extension of the classroom and should be treated as such, a learning opportunity for all. The conduct of everyone present needs to reflect just that. How would parents react if their son or daughter's math teacher was screaming negative comments at them from three rows back during a test? Well, I get that it's a sporting event and there are exciting moments and pieces that don't fit that analogy at all times. I sure hope that fellow parents and spectators would remember that before letting a kid, theirs or someone else's have it, that we are in a school setting. And I thought that was really good because it is as they're in on the field, this is kind of a test after they're having all these practices. How do they perform from all the things that they are learning through their practices? And how can we as parents be encouraging? Because it's so fun to be able to watch our kids perform and learning to be encouraging in a way that's helpful it takes effort <laughs> because sometimes you can be intense you can you know just the situation can be intense I think it's just important to just remember that this is yeah you wouldn't yell at your kid while he's taking a test <laughs> don't put that answer it's not a no <laughs> that's not the right answer to that one <laughs> Oh, okay. So I hope some of these tips are helpful. At the end of the day, remember, we all have infinite worth and value. So whether we come out with the outcome that we want or not, there is effort that is valuable as we are learning to play a sport. And as parents, I'm hoping that I can remember that and to praise more of all that they're working on and their effort so that they can have fun while they're competing. Yeah. Okay, guys, that is it for me today. I hope you guys are enjoying your sports. <laughs> uh, good luck on the cheering side. And we will talk to you next week. See ya. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. 
Come back next week and thanks for listening. 